on my knee, college begins, hop off a jet, belly get rich, cash through the mud and I get a check, you said I run on my bands and my chest, Chanel address, keep up a mess. What's good y'all, what's going on? This your boy, Marquise QSAV, coming to you live for another Broken Record series. And yeah, it's your boy, Easy e <sighs> We've been off a little minute, ain't there? It's good to be back. Yeah. Great to be back. Back like it never left. Man, we a little short-handed at the moment, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, we'll make it do what it we'll make, we'll make it work. Yeah. Ain't nothing that two grown men can't handle. I was made for this. Hey, what do they say? The only thing better than one grown man is two grown men. <laughs> hey, here we are. <laughs> What's on the menu? We're oh, talking the candy that you need right now. Oh my bad, I didn't even offer you some. You want some, bro? I'm good. I'm straight. All right, my bad, bad. But uh, you know, we just passed. Uh, I think maybe a few days ago, the two-year anniversary. On August third, Travis Scott dropped his third studio album. He blessed us with Astro World. Astro. I have one question. Where was you at when Astro World dropped? <laughs> <laughs> Where was you when Astro World dropped? The question is, where should I have been? And obviously, I should have been at Astro World, because man. Listen, man, I have so many great memories from this album, bro. Like, it's it's crazy. Let's just talk about the tease for the album. Um, I think Stargazing was a tease. You remember he dropped that trailer? He did. For it, and it was just like the graphics, like the visuals, like crazy. Bro, we was already like Travis Scott is known for his visuals as is, mm -hmm. and so that trailer just it really man, just set the tone. You know, this was like the first like when I was doing my little album review thing, like you know, outside like the podcast before we actually started podcast, I was doing my own little thing. Yeah. Um, this was my first album review. Bro, I remember but that joke, bro. You do? Yeah, I watched. It. I was like, bro, like I thought you'll keep going, but like, I was like, all right. Bro. Hey, stuff happened. You know, cars started falling. You know, had a tent to some loose ends. So you know, I just. Well, the stories we work better together. So yeah. yeah so. Astro like, I think we was. I think I moved into Twenty One Oaks that summer. Like that was my first summer in my own apartment, bro. And like this album dropped. I think it was my first listening party too that I attended, which was hosted at our spot. Monumental, Sheesh. Bro. Like when I look back at it, bro, like. This is probably one of the best albums that came out of 2018. Like, the that whole year. One of the best albums. Oh, for sure. Because, like, we had Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B, which I'm not really... We're not with that. We, we, yeah. But you had, uh, I think, um, J. Cole dropped something, too, but it wasn't top tier. I think... Was Drake, Kids on Drugs? Yeah, Kids on Drugs, yeah. something like that. That might age well later on. Yeah, but as far as immediate impact and longevity, Astroworld. Bro, I feel like, and I was like reading, like you said, like the hype that led up to it. I was reading like all the interviews and all the stuff like beforehand that led up to it, bro. And a lot of people don't know Astro was like an actual like real place. Like it was an amusement park down in Houston. I think it was across from where Travis Scott was like a kid or something like that. Mm -hmm. They tore it down, and I think one of his dreams was to always bring it back. Right, because it was really the, just paying homage to that. One of the um, things they actually had mentioned, like it was like someone was merged, is like. Well, I went to Astro and all I got was a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually like something he actually said like after he left Astro like during the interview. So all that, wish you were here, um, all I got is a fucking t-shirt. Um, like, it's just a lot of sentimental value was put in Astro I think that's why I wrote the album so much because like you can actually tell that he really cared about this album. And then on top of that, I don't know if you remember, but he dropped that Netflix uh, documentary about the Astro. and Flock. <clears throat> Crazy. And I've never seen no, like, no visual like that before, like, Bruh. the amount of energy and effort he put into the album. And I feel like, for me, that's when I really started noticing, like, people are really documenting their albums. And when they do that, that's supposed to really mean something. Bruh. A lot of people say they didn't like it, but I'm like, how do you not like this documentary? But they thought it was going to be, like, a documentary of his life. No. Why would you think that? <laughs> Why would you think that? What? Idiot. Look at the bio. <laughs> it literally was documented by him, like, 
going from the actual birth of a Master World, like the kid footage, cause like, bro, um, I, he actually recorded the kid like leaving Master World, like you know, like um, the song "Watch" with like him, Lil Uzi, and Kanye West, yeah, like yeah. little intro, like a little girl. That oh, yeah. a girl at Astro World. It's like, I want to go to Astro World, like, bro, bro. You can't tell me that Travis Scott's not for the people. He just. I think he actually had like uh, I know the grand opening was him dropping the album, but I think he mm-hmm. had like multiple like openings for like the Astro World part where he actually like opened it back up, put his own money into his like the pocket of like. We'll right, he got the key for the city. He uh, got the key for, for the city. Like, definitely man for the people. So if you go through this, bro, my back of my cell phone cover is actually Astro World. Like, little known fact. Now you know. When you actually go through the song listing, bro, you have seventeen great songs, fifty-eight minutes. Oh, bro, you got. But you got to remember though, when they dropped this album, they didn't show no features. It just had all these songs in capital letters, bro. bro. So <laughs> when you actually heard the album, bro, like all these features, like Frank Ocean, like all them, like oh shit, bro. Is this Frank? Was, on the second song, I was like, that sounded like Frank Ocean. That was like, nah, I could be tweaking. But when it got the sicko mode, it was like, bro, there's no way they got Drake on this shit, bro. You remember that video with DJ Academics? He was uh, tripping. Um, it was like when he first heard Drake. He was like, it was like 17 seconds in. It was like, sun is down, freezing cold. He's, and academics went crazy, we flipping over the whole stage and for, stuff like for that. For the anniversary, I think people were talking about like their first reaction to like the um, to like the album drop. It was like, oh my god, is this Frank Ocean? Oh my god, is this Drake? Like, is Astro coming back? Like, bro, it's to think he had so many people on there, and then like. Well, we might as well just get go. We talk about the album now, so like, you know how we usually do. We give it our rating. You know, it's been two years, so. Yeah, it's age well. It's age well, like fine wine. So out of ten, after yeah. two years, what are you giving it? It's nine out of ten for me, bro. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. The only thing I don't like about the album is like I feel like there's some filler songs at the end. Like once it gets down to um, who what? Well, really can't say. I like can't say. Once it get down like to that little like middle ending, like can't say who what, it kind of like lost like my interest a little bit. But then picked it back up around Butterfly Effect. But Butterfly Effect was out like that was an old older yeah. song. But I feel like it needed to be on the album though to pick it back up. So another this is, this is hot. The hot question: Astro World or Birds in the Trap? Same night. Are you gonna ask me that right now? Got to. Yes, it's only, it's, it's only us right here. So. My personal favorite, or like which one's better? You can give it personal. My personal favorite will probably be Astroworld. But which one I think is better? Probably Birds of Chessing Midnight. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh, I gotta give good music. I gotta get credit with good music giving credit to But that album didn't even really get its due diligence, honestly. It really didn't. But I don't know why, because you had great features like you got Goosebumps, um Nav. Nav. Was the weekend, weekend was on yeah, there. Yeah, I think the weekend was on there. Twenty one Savage was on there too. But like, bro, you, you can tell some people just really don't listen to music. That's just what it comes down to. I really think that Astroworld was probably the Birds and the Trap Sing Night Part 2, if you think about it. I can like, feel a lot that. of the features that were on Birds and the Trap Sing Night were the same features or the same artists that were featuring on Astro World. That's true, bro. But that's just my opinion. But 9 out of 10 for me, bro. Solid. I feel like this is an album that is going to get replayed. It's going to go down in history. Probably like one of the best Travis albums that ever came out. And like I said, probably the best album that came out of 2018, in my opinion. What about you? I'd probably uh, be in that 9 out of 10 range, too. And like just to, as far as longevity point, Sickle Mode is still being played to this day. Oh, God. Like you can't miss with that song at all, and one, I I remember I remember sitting there and hearing uh, R.P. Screw transition into Stop Trying to Be God. I've never heard or seen anything like that in my life. Bro, a lot of people don't know like R.P. Screw. Like a lot of people don't know that he's actually talking about a real person. Like yeah. DJ Screw. Like he was a Houston native, like Houston, like, yeah, you know, kind of part um, that Travis Scott like really loved too. So like 
that um, whole intro, like rest in, rest in peace of Screw, and now we're taking, you know, like, that's a whole dedication to DJ Screw. Bro. I remember just sitting there, I like, this moment sounds, y'all just listen to this real quick. I tried to tell you. <laughs> Bro, I can I can just imagine you sitting there for the first time hearing this. But bro, like I know it's not Travis. Who the hell is this? You know what I'm saying, bro? Bro, if you click on Apple Music, it still got like the all caps. Like this junk just came out. Like you don't know what's going on. Bro, and actually, bro, the same reaction that we had for um when it came out, bro, Travis Scott had like a really big reaction to it. Remember the first time he heard the Drake feature? Like how? Like, oh how yeah, yeah, when he was with the boys in the uh, crib, bro. He said Drake snap. And to think about it, like Drake made that shit without um. Him being in the studio, you know what I'm saying? He yeah, just yeah. sent that over, and they like the way they vibe, and they weren't even in the same place. It's crazy. But I think a lot of times, like artists, they actually do that. Like they will record their features in the studio. Like usually, yeah. they send them off to somebody and then send it back to them. Yeah. But imagine like I'm not gonna lie, like Drake seems like a pretty busy person. So like you know how long you probably wait for that feature. I can see that. And even Lil Yachty, like you know, um, on his bank account, like yeah, Lil Yachty said he was waiting for that feature for like three months. Three months? Yeah, he waited for the feature from Drake on uh, Open Bank Account for three months. So I can just imagine how hype it would be to get. I feel like getting a Drake feature is probably like a nigga's Grammy in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, I can see that. It'd be in that top tier. I feel like that's what J. Cole was when he was going on that little run, but now I feel like J. Cole a little like ran out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? What you mean? You know, on that heavy feature run like last year, mm-hmm. he was on everybody's songs. But you know that builds hype for when you drop your shit, cause like if you're, you can still stay relevant without dropping your own music. But I feel like J Cole. I don't feel like I have any hype for J Cole though. But I feel like J Cole is just like out there too much, and then he's doing that whole basketball shit that I really not fucking with either. Bro, why you don't fuck with him playing basketball? If J Cole makes it onto the Detroit Pistons, I'm gonna be pissed. Cause there are people that put their blood, sweat, and tears, and you just make a Puma commercial. Bro, bro Damian Lillard raps and plays basketball. No, Damian Lillard has always been a basketball player. <laughs> he just rapped on the side. J. Cole is a rapper who plays basketball <laughs> on the side. But, bro, you know, like, he, you know, got the little, um... But he knows Dennis Smith Jr. pretty well. I think a lot of people think he's going to go to Charlotte. Bro, that's because he, he went to NC State. And if he makes onto the shot, man. Bro, imagine J. Cole being... Bro, it really can't get no worse than what they already are. Like, they're not going to make the playoffs. Like, bro. you really have nothing to lose. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I don't want to see making good mean? music. But anyway, back to Travis though. Hope Travis don't even play no basketball either. But uh, but he was in All Star game. But like, what was you saying? Uh, as far as uh, Astro World, you know, you already said the who, what, and can't say were kind of the drop offs for you. Mm-hmm. But what were the high points for this album for you, song wise? Like top four, top four songs. Yeah. God. You already mentioned one. Um, stop trying to be God. The reason I like stop trying to be God is because when you look at it, it's like almost a statement. And, like, a lot of people don't realize, or they trying to question, like, who is he actually talking about. Yeah. A lot of people debate that he was talking about Kanye. A lot of people debate that he was talking about his fans. And there's also a rumor or, like, a speculation that he was talking about himself. Stop trying to be God. Because around that time, he was going through the little, I would say, situationship with um, Kylie Jenner. And right. they're recently, um, well, they're older baby now. But back then, they're recently newborn baby, um, Stormy. So, I felt like Travis Scott was... He admitted that he kind of fell off from his responsibilities because when you think of Travis Scott, you don't think of a good father, like a good parent. I think he's just like a rock star. Yeah, a rock star. A lot of rappers classify themselves as not being a rapper or a rock star, but anyway, he kind of classified himself as like, he even admitted that he's not the ideal father. He even talked about on Coffee Bean, like, um, 
your family told me or something that I was a bad dude or something like that. So yeah. basically, he was bringing himself back down to earth, saying that you're not this guy that a lot of people, a lot of you even think yourself, you're portraying as like you're still human at the day. Absolutely. Stop trying to be God. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, stop trying to be God. That's number one. No bystander is probably my number two because I feel like no bystander is gonna be like the new duck of your butt. You think Fuck so? the club up. I know. Okay. Okay. Up, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. Um, after that. Sickle Mode, Sickle Mode Park got to be the next one. And that's like a, where those are all songs within like the, like four of each other. Like Sickle Mode, R.P. Skew, Stop Trying to Be God, and No Bystands are all four within each other. Honestly, bro, yeah. And then after that, it's either got to be Yosemite or Coffee Bean. Wait, can we just talk about Yosemite for a little bit? That's on my neck. Oh, no, kids. the little... I was... Hold on, bro. We got to grab some people real quick. <laughs> just listen to this. This is my new Gunna Karate beat. Bruh. I get a fish, you know the rest. I feel like Yosemite probably like, but a lot of people making jokes about Yosemite because you know Nav got that little out of loop feature and like they said uh-huh. Nav was on the outside of the studio recording. <laughs> bro, Nav is never gonna get his credit, bro. Bro, I just don't know, but you know they all tight. Like they still, they say Turks. You know the recent uh, song Turks. Yeah. They said it's like you'll see me part two. I, I I I didn't look at it like that. I thought I thought it was a whole different song, but I can see why they say that because they were all on this song together. Yeah. But shoot, if uh, if I had to pick my four, say, what's your take? What's like your top four, top five, top three? Let's. I uh, in no particular order. You know, I still R. I. P. Screw. Um, Astro Thunder. Astro Thunder. Yeah. Solid. Carousel, just because I never imagined what a Travis Scott and Frank Ocean sound a song would sound like. Yeah. It sounded like that. Mm-hmm. Like well, I was there really was some speculation behind that. Too. Oh, yeah. Frank. So what happened was uh, Travis altered Frank's vocals or something like that, make them more auto tune, and Frank didn't initially agree to that and stuff like that. And so they had a little discrepancy. So that song almost didn't get clear. They had to the shake album. Hand, man. I don't know. If they really shook hands, <laughs> but somehow they made it do what it do. But they yeah. got straightened out. Though. They got yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was two years later, so they, they straightened out. You know what I'm saying? So. Bro, Will Frank was like, hey, bro, I really don't fuck with how you like chill my vocals up. Like, I know it's two years later, you celebrate your anniversary, but like, but we, we like when we went to the studio, we already talked about this. <laughs> like, I just feel a little disrespected that you would have had did it anyways. <laughs> like next time, like we do some shit in the future, like make sure that we when we talk about the studio, like, oh, oh this will be it, you know? So this will be the last one. Like, I don't have no problem with that, but oh my god, bro, bro, if he piss off Frank Ocean, you a hell of a dude, bro, because he don't be doing nothing to nobody. Bro, he, bro. He, 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 he trying to make music. That's it, bro. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Carousel, R.P. Screw, um, Astro Thunder, and I've already got to throw one more in there. <clears throat> Probably can't say. I think this is the first time I actually heard and knew who Don Tolliver was. You like, think this that song can't that, say? That song, and from there, I just like it catapulted. I was like, who is this nigga? And then we... I found out Donnie Womack, and then uh, from there, he just really took off. Yeah. He ran the Jack Boys compilation tape that they made. He really put Jack Boys on his back with that one, bro. I'm but, not gonna lie. It's like he was carrying the torch for him, honestly, bro. But I feel like. I feel like Don Toller would probably would be kind of, kind of compare him to the weekend, like how Drake used the weekend. I feel like Travis Scott would use I can Don see that. Toller like the same way, but like have that vocal, that R and B kind of sound to it. Yeah, and I thought for a minute I could see Don Toller emerging into his own, but I could I think that's a good uh, comparison for those two, honestly. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of people don't realize that before Pop Smoke passed away, he was signed to Cactus Jack. He got signed to Cactus Jack. Bro, I didn't know that until you told me that. Honestly, yeah, I thought you, I thought he was just hanging out with them boys. No, bro, because you know he was on um, 
that song with Gotti. Gotti. Yeah, Gotti. He was on that song, and like I kind of knew that, bro. Like Paul Smoke and Travis Scott just don't bump into each other. Like I appreciate. Yeah, it. yeah. They had to. <laughs> it was all premeditated. I can see that. Mm. Right, this such a masterpiece. And honestly, this is the. I'm gonna say it's my first concert. My first concert was Ray Shermer. Well, my second concert was actually seeing Travis Scott. Oh, you went up Charlotte. to North Carolina for that, right? Charlotte, North Carolina, bro. Queen City. Bro. Bro, that lit. Hands down, bro. Like, everything that you imagine seeing in his music videos, bro, like the visuals, the graphics, like, it was exactly like that in concert, in person. See, I regret not going. Bro, you, had, I, you, I did, to, you didn't invite all of us. I, I ain't gonna I'm really trying to watch y'all, boy, bro. Y'all boy won't fuck with me back then for some reason. Bro, I mean, niggas didn't have their pockets situated. You, you, know, you, know, you know what it's like, bro. I'm just saying, bro, like, you can't buy back experiences, so I'm saying, like, you know. You definitely can't. And bro, now that it's 2020, you really can't do nothing. Now you wish you would've went. Now nah, I ain't it. Wish you were here. <laughs> See, that's all I'm saying. Full circle, baby. Bro, I think that um even that concert, but he even brought like the actual like you, you can bring actual world to like Charlotte, but like the roller coaster and stuff like that, bro. Like he was like letting people come onto like from the stands, like ride a roller coaster and stuff like that, bro. He had a roller coaster in the Coliseum. Yes, bro. He had a roller coaster in Spectrum Center. <laughs> right, I think you said for Birds in the Trap, he had that big old bird that he flew it across the stage. Bro. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And even like even down to like him being like a performer, cause like you know a lot of people like. Are like kind of stiff like i'll use summer walk for example like a lot of people are good artists but not good performers yeah but travis scott is a good performer and a good artist rare combination bro like he actually like you know like people like try to like bash the mosh pit but the mosh pit low-key be lit even though people you know be getting hurt and hospitalized that's, that's what the mosh is for it's, it's there you know what you're getting into when you're in there but travis scott would literally pause his concerts and be like hey y'all make sure you're straight are he good right, yeah let's go back <laughs> that's solid like you don't see a lot of people do that and they're able to capitalize on both those stages like you said like mm-hmm. Rare entertainer for sure. Little Uzi, Travis Scott. Yeah. Like people like those are like what you call rock stars in the game. I don't even call them rappers in my opinion. They're rock stars? They're rock stars. They See, really rock star life. You feel like Future's like the OG of the rock stars? Cause I feel like Future wants to be a rock star, but he's not living that. He, I feel like he's like, he's, a, he's like an Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, yeah. He's just too old in yeah. my opinion. And like, he kind of riding that toxicity wave. So like, you don't need to be a rock star and be toxic. I feel like you just need to pick one and stick with it. <sighs> Jeez. Wait, what's that line you said? What? They tried to hop up on my wave so I went and got a boat or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but yeah. So off of Astroworld, what feature surprised you the most? I know we we had our Drake reaction and stuff like that, but like, it's two years in. Mm-hmm. Like, what's feature off this album? You're just like, man, I can't believe he really pulled that one off. Honestly, it'll probably be that 21 Savage um, NC17 one. Uh-huh. Because that's the one where um, Travis Scott said, not Travis Scott, 21, 21 Savage said, um, I nutted on her cheek, now I call her baby face. <laughs> I was like, bro, I was not expecting that. I think that rolled Twitter for like maybe two weeks after he dropped that. Sheesh. What about you? Um, Let me see. If I had, I'm trying to, like I already said Carousel, so if I had to, I'm going to go with Stop Trying to Be Guy. I think. With um, the. Uh, it's Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi, yeah. It's it's just something between those two because uh, <clears throat> Travis is really influenced by Kid Cudi and stuff like that. Like Man on the Moon and stuff. That's really what got Travis like really going like from Jacquees to Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. So it's just like hearing Cudi's mmms, like the little hums and the stuff that like he yeah. does and the way him and uh, Travis incorporate that. And I can remember on Birds in the Trap singing Night, what was that song that they did? Um, I can't remember, but uh, Travis Scott did the Day and Night verse. Uh, yeah. That Kid Cudi made and stuff like that. Then the way they put that, it was like I knew, I knew, like they're like peanut butter and jelly. Like they always gonna work. I feel like, but you know, like him, Kanye West, Kid Cudi, they all like kind of close knit. Yeah. But I don't think Travis Scott has signed a good music though. 
Uh, no, I don't think either. I can't remember. Let me see. They usually have it uh, right here. But anyway, I feel like Travis Scott, like, he really looks up to like the people that kind of like brought him in. What'd you say? Epic Records. Yeah, yeah, Epic Records. But I just think that, I feel like that Kid Cudi was very iconic. I think he even had, um, bro, I think there's a rumor that he had um, Stevie Wonder playing the keys in the background or something like that. It was just some weird The harmonica thing. or the something harmonica. like that. <laughs> yeah, but I can see like. If you get Kid Cudi on the hooms. Yeah. Steve Warner on the harmonica in your song, bro. And they had James Blake singing vocals and stuff like that. You can't go wrong. I think that was, I think that music video too. Uh, Stop trying to be guys. Very like as far as visuals, yeah. like it's just got a lot of messages in there. And I feel like it's just too much to really comprehend. And like it's not like these artists give any clear. Oh, this means that or whatever. Yeah. It's like really draw your own conclusions. Travis Scott really is up for interpretation. Like he wants you to take out what you get out of it. Like he was wrong, baptizing bro. people in the water. Bro, he was actually God, bro. Like at some moments he was walking. Oh yeah, yeah. And sheets. Yeah, bro. I was like. <laughs> Travis, what's going on? But then you get a video like Sicko Mode, which I felt like should have won video of the year. Like I the way they pull that together. Bro, you gotta get me upset. Not you personally, but I just thought about something. You think about video of the year. This should have won a Grammy for best rap album of the year, but we all know what happened with that. Cardi B won it for Invasion of Privacy, which not not bashing Cardi B or any Cardi B fans, but yeah. we know she didn't deserve that. <laughs> I think there was an issue or something. It was like, I think Travis Scott uh, you know how they have the merchandise sales. Whenever you buy some merch, like they'll attach a digital album to it, and that counts as sales to their profit. Really? I think Travis Scott was trying to do that and boost his numbers, and he got called out for it by Cardi. And I think that's when they uh, like uh, it's something along those lines, because that, that was just part of the um, the uh, the issue the that they had. Or something. Yeah, but Cardi doesn't write her own raps, but Travis Scott produced and wrote all the songs but you can tell this is not nothing that nobody else would think of for Travis Scott you know what I mean yes. this is really some sentimental stuff now about actually bring that up when I'm talking about the concert Travis Scott had a portion of the concert where he was talking about all the songs that he like personally like hand wrote or like not hand he wrote all the songs but like things that had sentimental value to him yeah it was Coffee Bean Astro Thunder <coughs> um, 90210 Maria I'm Drunk it was like a handful of songs that he dedicated like a portion to his concert just to like highlight those songs right and it's just where like Cardi B not doing that. You know what I'm saying? I think Cardi B just had a crazy year because I think she just came on strong. I can't remember what was it, uh Bodak Black or Yellow or something yeah, like that. It's, it's just, and then she was in that whole drama with, you know, offset and like the new baby and stuff like that. I think looking back on it now, <clears throat> I feel like Grammys know they made a mistake. We already knew it's so I do you feel like this is as bad as the uh Macklemore winning over Kendrick? Yeah. It's just as bad. It's probably or, worse. Probably worse, yeah, probably for worse. sure. Well, not worse because Kendrick is like a whole different tier. But like along like this like generation of music, like this kind of style of music, we all know Travis Scott should have won. But you know, we all know that all trophies don't get awarded to champions. So, sheesh. And then Travis Scott even said that you know I'd rather my music last long, like have longevity, like you mentioned, than to like be recognized for an award. And he had got key to city for that. Cardi B didn't get no key to city for New York and nothing like that. So, he, yeah. people in New York not even <coughs> fuck with her. So you know this. <laughs> Uh, so just speaking on the terms of on terms of longevity, you know, it's been uh two years since he dropped that. Hasn't really dropped a project since he dropped that Jack Boys compilation, but again, that was just like with a group. But as far as a solo project, there doesn't seem to be any rush coming from that. So do you feel like Astro World can still like live on for another year? It definitely can live on for another year, and I'm glad you actually <laughs> talked about um new albums coming out because. I'm a big Travis Scott fan. He's probably one of my top three rappers behind Travis Scott and not Travis, not Travis Scott, Kendrick Lamar and Roddy Rich. Yeah. Um, he actually like handwritten a note um, that actually mentioned or speculated about his new album drop. <coughs> <coughs> Happy Astroversary. 
a lot of y'all don't know, but that's the anniversary for Astro World. Right. A two year ride that's still one of my favorites. That would mean so much to me. To everyone that bumps and rages to that soundtrack, I love you. Let's keep the ride going. See you in Utopia. A lot of people speculate, like experts are talking about, you know. <coughs> Expert? experts, experts are speculating, you know, doing their research, like, what do you mean by that last verse? Like, well, that last sentence, see you in Utopia. A lot of people speculate that's his you know, new album title, new album new title, tape. And we have, has he had dropped any singles or anything like that? I'm glad you mentioned that also, because he has a, <laughs> bro, I'm really glad I got you on here. Bro, bro I'm really asking all the right questions right now. <laughs> I'm really asking all the right questions. He has a radio station with Apple Music. It's a partnership with Apple Music called Dot Wave Radio. It's actually um, hosted by him and Chase B. Uh, I think it's like, the, it's season two, but it's like the 11th official episode, like starting from like beginning to end. Yeah. And he actually like dropped some, um, some teaser music that a lot of people didn't hear. He actually dropped some music in regards to YBN Carday, uh, Don Tolliver, the song Cafeteria, which is out now, but like back then when the drop. Uh, you just heard that today too, didn't I, you? I just, so is Chase B is a producer or something? Chase B is a DJ. He's a DJ? Yeah. Okay. But he's, he has credibility like a producer would have, honestly. Right. Like how DJ Khaled is a yeah. DJ, but he's also a producer and stuff like that. It's kind of the same thing. But he, he really does hint at the new music he's dropping, like White T-Shirt, Mm-hmm. Like all those songs, like songs that aren't be released yet, and I, I hold it now on the album. But those are songs that I feel like are giving us a glimpse or like a sneak peek of what he has in store for us. So, all right. So if he, if let's say that Travis, after what is his peak, and he doesn't ever put out an album as good as this, mm-hmm. will you be disappointed as a fan, or will you understand just how great Afterworld is, and like you'll you'll understand? I'll be disappointed, but I understand in the, the day. Like I feel like, like I said, this is Thirst to You album. We also like has like these sub albums like Days Before Rodeo, Days Before Traps and Bursting the Night, Days Before Astroworld. So I feel like I won't be um Al Faro. I feel like I won't be too upset because he was giving us bangers after bangers after bangers. So like if yeah. this doesn't live up to the hype of Astroworld, I won't be too upset. Cause this is gonna be about his fourth studio album. Like a lot of people don't even make it to three. Yeah, usually He's like it to four. Usually around that five mark, that's when people kinda like disappear. But like, you know, <clears throat> with him. Like, I see him as the head of Cactus Jack. I'm not really sure how the hierarchy of the branches work and stuff like that. But usually at that point in somebody's career, they're building up other people and they become like guest features. And that's when you would think like they take time to make their project and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like look at Kendrick with TDE. You know what I'm saying? I mean, TDE was uh, kind of already there and stuff like that. But yeah. but people know TDE because of Kendrick. Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? So Kendrick hasn't put out anything since Damn. And Damn was like so damn ago. long ago. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so damn Kendrick's not playing with me, bro. Kendrick, if you're hearing this, drop it. You need bro. it right now. But I also think that, like you said about the Cassie Jack, I feel like it's time like to really develop other artists like Don Tolliver, Sheck West. Um, yeah. Oh, awesome. he's been honing Sheck West. Because, you know, Sheck West, what? Uh, yeah, Sheck West, and I'm really with this shit. Mo Bamba. Like, Mo Bamba, yes, bro. Like, he took him out, and he's been, like, really honing him in. I feel like he's about to drop a crazy project. You think so? Bro, I went back and listened to Mud Boy. Yeah. It's really tough. Like, he, like there's a lot of vulgarity in there. I can see why somebody be turned off to it, but... Mm-hmm. I, he's got that Travis Scott appeal for sure, and I feel like if you like Travis Scott, you'll tolerate Sheck West music until Travis Scott drops. And I feel like that's usually what those artists are there for, is like hype and stuff like that. I think so too. But I think next up out of Cactus Jack is definitely Don Tolliver. Heaven that's or Hell was a really great project, and I'm excited to see what's next, bro, honestly. Euphoria, bro. Euphoria. Cardigan, After Party, Can't Feel My Legs. I've never seen, that whole video was crazy. Bro. I think I showed y'all. Uh, you definitely okay. showed it. I was sleeping on it, but you definitely woke me up. Crazy. I, I really can tell on this album, bro. Like, if if this was the last Travis Scott album I ever listened to, I'd be happy. 
And it's not like he's giving, like, one thing about Travis and artists nowadays, like, they give him at least a 20, 20 song project, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And at least I, an hour long. Like, that's solid. That's so you can't be mad at that, bro. You can't be mad at that. And it all hit. Come on. And it's like, it, 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 different ranges of music, too, you know what I'm saying? You got the emotional provoking, you got your club bangers, you got your thought provoking stuff. Like, what more can you ask for, bro? Just out of a rock star, not a rapper, a rock star. Just another one, another ride. Oh, man. What? You have any uh, other takes on this? I mean, I can go all day, but you know, I'm not trying oh, to. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, I just, uh, I think this next album, I'm going to just call it Utopia. You know, who knows what it'll be from now. Mm-hmm. Maybe Utopia's a mixtape or something like that, but I'm definitely going to buy my ticket and take that ride to Utopia because I miss Birds in the Trap, I miss Rodeo, and I damn sure miss Astroworld. And can't I, can't, miss it again. I, can't, I can't do it again. Listen, you already missed three. The fourth one, you just don't care at that point. <laughs> yeah, at that point, I just need to go ahead and hang up the jersey. So I'm trying to avoid that. But yeah, kudos to Astro The age just like fine wine. So, hey man, you already know what I'm on, bro. Like Astro World, probably one of my best. Bro, it's in my top five of like best albums, in my opinion. Wow, in my top five best albums. But you know, I'm not gonna hold y'all boys too long. We're not gonna hold y'all boys too long. But this is Marquise Q with another Broken Records edition. See y'all boys in the next one. Yeah, it's your boy Easy E. If you haven't listened to Astro, definitely make sure y'all check that out and hold it down.